0: Welcome podcast listener. Thank you so much for joining us today on this bonus episode of Leading Together. And in this episode, Michelle and I actually sat down with Brian and Carrera Burris and we'd like to play kind of this long form. We know it's it's a little bit longer than normal, but we want to play this uh, kind of extended episode as we introduce them. And you may have seen them around. They've been coming for a little while now. Um, They are stationed at base and quickly jumped in here at Element and are getting plugged in in all sorts of areas. And one of them, they will be leading a quick connect group coming up for us. And part of their heart's desire is to see Element be more effective in reaching those who live on base or those in the military itself. And so therefore, they are going to be creating some events coming to kind of hopefully bridge the gap. And they're going to talk a little bit about this in their episode, but more of it is just kind of hearing them and their story uh, so you can get to know them quicker because they are here uh, only for a limited time before the Space Force will take them elsewhere. And before they do that, they want to leave uh, a mark here, uh, however they can bless us as a church and be a part in serving. And so without further ado, here is Brian and Clara.
1: Uh, Hi, I'm Carrera Burris.
0: And I'm Brian
2: Burris.
1: Uh, We're both from Southern California, and we have been in Santa Maria for about a year um, since last May. Uh, We're both stationed at Vandenberg Air Force Base. Uh, I work in uh, the training squadron.
2: And I'm at the education center as a contractor, civilian.
0: What what brought you guys to sign up for uh, Air Force?
2: Uh, when I was growing up,
0: um, I come from
1: a family of like very hard workers, but um, no one was really college educated. And so even from a young age, my dad literally sat my sister and I down and had a whiteboard because he's you know, <laughs> that kind of a, a dad and teacher. Um, and he said, OK, girls, you are going to go to something called college um, and you have to pay for it, but we cannot pay for it for you. So you're going to have to figure it out. Uh, but there is this like kind of cool thing called ROTC that you could do in college and like the military will pay for your college. And then from there, like you'll ultimately be able to create like a better life for yourself and for your family. And so
3: I want to know how old you were when you had this.
1: I was 10 and my sister wow. was probably 7. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Forward thinking right there. (laughs) It really is, yeah. My family is a family of planners, and like both my parents, you know, their parents made a better life for them than they could have for themselves. You know, my parents, my grandparents, they've always had a great um, respect and held people who serve in the military in very high esteem. Uh, They all have had families serve through World War II and through Vietnam. Um, And so they just thought that was ultimately um, one great way that you can like serve your country. And so uh, love of God and country combined together with the need to pay for college, (laughs) I (laughs) joined (laughs) college ROTC. Um, All of those things I think God has really just used and set us on a path. If I hadn't accepted that exact scholarship to go to that exact school, I wouldn't have met my amazing husband who can talk about now his desire.
2: (laughs) 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 Definitely, uh, definitely a Different but almost similar uh, story for me. I mean, we both kind of remember uh, September 11th, 2001, like mm-hmm. vividly. But during that date, like we were in second grade, like <laughs> it was, it was not sure what was going on until people started explaining it to us. And I just met so many people who were older than me. Of like, yep, this is what I want to do. I got to join the military. I got to serve my country in my junior high years, I was introduced uh, to my high school junior RTC. They came to our middle school uh, trying to recruit people. And the only thing I saw was their Air Force uniform. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like that looks like a military thing. I want to join it. Did that for high school for four years, realized that it was the Air Force that I wanted to do because mm-hmm. they just, they were more in the technical side. They encouraged a lot more of like your education, higher education, accessing education. And right in the middle of high school, um, the instructor that I had, he talked to me about the ROTC program uh, in college that could put me in as an officer. And that's something that I wanted to do. So I just knew that that's the career path I wanted to take. And I'm thankful for him just throwing that little idea, because again, I wouldn't have met my, my wife now uh, if it wasn't for that, because that's where we
0: we had, uh, take me, to, take me to the scene, set the scene for us, paint, paint a picture. <laughs> we you, want
3: interested are, listeners. Are you guys like know. in the middle of like
0: reps of burpees, sweat, <laughs> uh, like uh, you uh, glance over and there's a pretty woman the over there. Montage. Top, top <laughs> top top. Top. Just to
2: kind of put in perspective, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on a pedestal. <laughs> oh, uh, <no>. <laughs> so we go to this orientation for college and it's actually at the ROTC program to tell us like what to expect when we go into the program. Okay. The instructor's talking and he decides that he's going to also let everyone know that we have an in high school scholarship recipient that made it to the program. I actually went for the same scholarship and I'm like, I did not get it because someone else got it. And I'm like, man, like this person is probably the one that took it from me. And sure enough, it was, it was Carrera who got the first day of our ROTC class. Uh, She just, had that sense of like, I just want to be here for everybody. Mm-hmm. I just want to do the best that I can. And honestly, that was the first day that me and her talked and if anything, hung out. The orientation was the first time I met, I met her, but the first day of class is when we actually got to talking and that's yes. kind of what led to, led to what it is now. And <laughs>
0: can I just say that's a fantastic meet cute.
3: <laughs>
0: very so cool. cool. Uh, and then how long till you guys were married?
1: Probably started dating uh, a couple years in or, and then uh, dated for about two years and then got married. So, mm. from meet to marriage, about four years, I'd say. Yeah. With college RTC, you're a college student mm. with the exception of maybe one day a week. Mm. Um, so, with that, uh, we both had a lot of life going on you know, God is good and faithful. And he literally just like made an opportunity um, for us to reconnect when our lives kind of started resembling a new normal. Mm. Um, and then from there, yeah, the rest, I would say, is history. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how is faith and, and service uh, in the in the military, in the Air Force? What What's it been like for you to be mem- service members of, of faith?
1: what I've noticed that uh, we focus on a lot more is we call them like the pillars of resiliency to like help people carry on. Um, and it the pillars include things like, you know, physical health and mental health and emotional health, family health. And a new one that they've like really put a lot of emphasis on is spiritual health. Mm. And not every member has, you know, a particular faith. So for me uh, personally, I have been a Christian, Uh, Since I was really young and I had walked away from the faith for a while, uh, I came back in college. So that was, you know, another kind of part of our story with Brian and I. What really, you know, studies me is the foundation that I have in the Lord, because I think a lot of times military members and I, you know, I'm prone to this, too. This is my idol is. I'm in the military and that becomes my identity. Mm. And it's like, who am I? Oh, I am an airman. I am a missileer. You know, I am from this base or that base or I am this job or this position and realizing like that's not who I am. Mm. And that has carried me through some of the toughest times in the military because I remember like if I'm not getting this promotion or this job or this assignment or if it feels like everything is falling apart or maybe I'm having like some medical issues and I'm not sure if I'm going to remain in the Air Force. I remember like that's not who I am. You mm-hmm. know, I I'm, I'm a child of God. I am one with Christ and that is way more of an identity than I could ever find in the military.
2: I got to that point a little bit later in my life because up until the sophomore year of college I actually didn't have any experience with faith going through all of the issues that I was going through, uh, divorce, cancer with family members, breaking up with someone that I was just dating. Uh, it was, it was, it was kind of rough, like for a, for a 20 year old, just trying to figure things out. I was blaming my family for all those things that was going on. I was blaming sicknesses for everything that, that took a couple of my family members and I ran out of people to blame. And I just kind of gave it a shot of like, you know, what? I can blame God. Like if he does exist, like, he's the one that would be p- kind of putting all this together. But I think in the midst of that, I think all he needed to hear was me talking to him at all to kind of show his presence of like, all right, here I am. And I opened up my heart and came to Jesus just probably a couple months later mm-hmm. of realizing like, I, like I'm like i going to go through a lot of this and I need to grow from it. And like coming to Christ is like one thing, but realizing what your faith actually means. I mean, the military was my identity for a long time. Like if I don't go through this program, I still want to join. So I'm going to figure out how I want to do that. And for a couple of years, I was working on just a hollow shell of a, of a man who just wanted to be in the military mm. because I had a wife who was in the military and it's like, well, she got to wear the uniform. Why can't I? Um, but a lot of that was a lot of challenges that I had to go through to recognize what actually is important. And it is like my relationship with Jesus. I I wanted to go into ministry. I didn't know what it looked like. And I talked to our church members about that. I found that there was a chaplaincy degree that I could do and potentially use that as a civilian uh, chaplain and maybe in the hospital or something. And that's when the, the Air Force kind of called me back again, like, hey, are you still interested in joining? Like we saw that you had interest. And in my mind, all I can think of is Proverbs uh, 16, 9, like man chooses his path, but the Lord determines his steps. And that's here I am. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord brought me to the path that I wanted, which was the, the air force, the military. Uh, but he took this, he gave me the steps what to take mm-hmm. all the way down. And here I am like serving the Lord in in a capacity that I wanted but now my focus is more of glorifying him than it is to serve, the country, serve my country because mm-hmm. this is what I wanted to do. Right. I'm grateful for the, the downfalls that I've had because mm. now I don't look at them as downfalls. They were just mm-hmm. turning moments and growth moments.
3: Wow. It's really cool to hear about God's kindness and guiding your steps and yet how he shifted your allegiances too, to him.
1: Something that has been on our hearts, both our hearts, is mission work. In my job, the career field that I do, we have a very limited number of bases that we can go to. It's here at Vandenberg. We can go to North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, right? Like, woo That's
0: it. (laughs) See the world, they said, you know.
1: (laughs) And God has still given us, like, those opportunities to travel, but in realizing, wait, mission work is what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And so for anyone listening, like, you know, if you are in the military, not in the military, If you're from Santa Maria, not from Santa Maria, like mission work is where God is putting you right now. And these relationships that we've developed have become, whether they're believers, it has become like walking with them in their faith journey, which is such like a beautiful honor to do.
0: You guys are very like outward focused. And I saw that from day one. I mean, you had like a newborn and you were offering to make my family meals, uh, <laughs> cause of a newborn on the way. Like, uh, you guys are very like warm and outgoing and wanting to serve. You guys are probably only here four years and it doesn't matter, but you're, you could take an alternate path that we've seen some military take that maybe is more protects their heart, protects from building the, the deep rooted relationships. Right. So what is that in you that has prompted, um, just your outpouring of self to others? A lot of times we've seen the same
2: thing of other military members like, well, we're only here for three years. Like, there's not much that we can do about it. But we, I think we've also experienced the, the reverse effect of like the, a church mm. saying the same thing. We, as military members, get uh, the blessing of three years, and their definition mm-hmm. of what three years looks like very, very really depends on like your perspective. Three years is a lot, a long mm-hmm. time to implement yourself in to. Share God's, like God's glory. It, we look at it as like, man, we only have three years. There's so much we can do in that mm-hmm. time. I love and, that, <laughs> and it's 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 the truth. If we could leave uh, a station, just with people not looking at us like, oh yeah, like Maria and Carrera, the, the military family. It's like no, Brian and are like our our brother and sister mm-hmm. yeah. in Christ. Like with the life that they lived, with the the family that they raised, and just with how welcoming they were
1: the work is not yet finished. So whether it's for two days or three years, like the time counts and it matters. And
3: we want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate hearing about your eagerness in terms of mission. So I was thinking that I could really go one of those two ways, right? Guarding your heart and and not extending yourself or in your guys' case, really sensing that call to urgency and being really strategic about it. And you guys have certainly done that. And I think it's a good reminder for for those of us who haven't rooted, this, this is where I'm from, this area, you too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we lose that sense of urgency.
2: Something that we crave mm-hmm. is that initial family and we know how quick how quick our time is here. So it's hard to immediately just boom, your family, like, mm-hmm. all right, let's let's start treating you like some. And so we we jump in, we serve, we we talk, we commune and we want to serve God the best we can. And we know that the best way that we can do that is, is, is through his people. And I appreciate Element so much. We want our fellow military members to feel that too.
3: So how do you guys envision you know, in your time here that Element um, <coughs> Element doing a better job of trying to welcome, you know, those from the military population into like the family of God, or at least for those who, who you know, haven't been adopted in yet through faith, at least just to show them what that means.
1: I think what we've appreciated from element is how there's events that are aside just from like the Sunday morning, which mm-hmm. I think helps us in being able to invite people to come and enjoy the time. Um, and then with that, I, I just love the, I, cause we went to the member class, uh, the, week- the weekend. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's called like the Celtic um, wave evangelism. Way of evangelism. And I could not like Brian and I almost fell out of our chairs. Like when we read that, we're like, that is what we've been trying to do. do." So so with that, I guess to answer your question, all of that to say, to answer your question, like, I think that is exactly what Brian and I hope Mm -hmm. to help element with, you know, is in part, like, that's what the apostle Paul says all the time, like partners in the faith. We want to be partners in the faith of, you know, as elements planning these things, we want to help build the relationships help connect people at Element who are military, or not military, connect together so that we can all be a family of the faith mm-hmm. um, through events, through Sunday mornings, through gospel communities, through quick connect groups,
0: through all of it. So quick connect groups.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I thought I might help that
1: way. Who's going to bite? Uh, well,
0: what are we looking at?
1: During the prayer series, there was the quick connect groups that were, um, I think it might have, was it the first time that they Mm -hmm. were being established? uh And I remember Pastor Aaron kind of mentioning, like, we're not sure how this is going to go, but we're just going to try it. And we loved it. Like We appreciated it so much because we felt like in just those first six weeks, we missed the first two because we were traveling. Um, But just in those like six weeks, we met so many different people from Element that I don't think we would have been able to connect with. Now on Sunday mornings, we'll see them and we're like, oh, my gosh. Hi, how are you? Like, how are your kids? Like, how's work? Oh, I remember you brought up like this prayer request. Mm. How is it? And that felt like it helped kind of remove this barrier versus joining, you know, a gospel community right out the gate our first Sunday. And we're like, we're not really sure what this means. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, a schedule that changes really frequently. Brian travels a lot for work. Um, And so the Quick Connect group felt like it removed kind of this barrier of, you know, I need to make this formal commitment all the time of people that I don't really know. And I'm not sure if they're, you know, am I going to be a good fit or a mesh on this? The Quick Connect group was, you know, come for a week. Don't come next week if you can't come next week. You know, it's not like you're going to be missing anything if you have to travel for your job or if you're working late or if this day doesn't work for you. So we uh, had you know, been approached of would we be willing to lead? And so with that, we are really excited um, to help and support in starting a Quick Connect group for military and non-military families to hopefully be just a pivot point of people kind of coming in, meeting one another, and hopefully we can direct them, you know, funnel into gospel communities, funnel into service at church, funnel into um, other ways that they can like serve and get involved too, instead of just coming in on a Sunday morning.
0: I appreciate the both, military and, because, you know, and, and one of the things you guys pointed out to us is don't segregate, don't just have it be for military. So can you kind of expound on that? Like what... How is it beautiful that you've seen experience the meshing of both military and non? We
2: are so grateful for the Quick Connect group we went to that we connected with people who do work on base. As much as like we actually do enjoy all of our friends who were in the military, are in the military, still serve in different capacities. um, We still do like crave that relationship. Mm -hmm. Oh, like I met them at church rather than like, oh, well, they're my coworker. Like I'm going to see them. Anyway, but it is nice to also have that friendship that is outside of the military.
1: We have seen uh, things work really well in churches in the past, and we've seen things work really not well.
0: (laughs) Give us both. Give us both. We want it all.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, This is where we have seen with the best intention, something be formed and then fall apart Mm. um, of saying like, okay, well, we want people to feel welcome. So. If we want military people to feel welcome, they need military to welcome them in. And then over time, it evolves into a military only like exclusive club. And that's you not reflective of the family
3: of God. Like
1: these exactly. are talking about that family value. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Diversity. And so with that, you know, uh, I know Brian and I are very much like we want to have it to be inclusive of like all people who are in the church and you know, who are going to be connected to one another because if it becomes, you know, just a military group, we want military people to feel welcomed, but that's just that's not reflective of what the world is. It's not what Santa Maria is. It's not what heaven is gonna be like. It's not gonna be, you know, Air Force American people only.
0: So for someone listening who might be, I don't know, interested in learning more or partnering or even being a part of the quick connect group, what, what would you, what would you encourage them to do or start thinking about? Um, one of the things we, we've talked about in the past is just sharing meals. Right. And you, you brought that up in this conversation of, of welcoming people in whether it's a holiday or just a Sunday or whatnot. Like what, so what, what kind of things could people start thinking and praying about entering or engaging with military families or, Um, just even just missionally.
1: What Brian and I want to try to do is help bring awareness to some of these like military isms to, Mm. to share some common language and some common culture. Um, But also ideas like physical help. If you have like a, a home that you want to open or an idea, our like big vision is to just help educate civilians on what military culture looks like and Help the military enjoy their time in central Southern California here. For military members, I, I'll have like the smallest amount of request, but it's going to be like the biggest ask, and that's living with an open heart and an open mind and knowing that opening yourself to making these connections and then having to move away is going to be painful. Like that is going to be hard it's also going to be so worth it. And also being patient with people as they're learning and, you know, they're trying. Um, And then for civilians or people who aren't as familiar with the military, I would say, you know, and this is like a big ask, but it could be really hard, but just don't be intimidated.
3: Yeah, I think if we could see that kind of curiosity and connection multiply across element, it would be such a beautiful, healthy
0: thing. What kind of legacy do you guys want to leave? What would would an ideal, like, Man, that was that'd be really cool to see happen in the next two years.
1: I, I mean, first and foremost, priority is people coming to Christ, mm-hmm. and those who already know Christ to live in a deeper relationship with Him. Mm. And if, like Brian and I, just by opening our home, uh, you know, letting us crash the barn, you know, and, and hold, you know, events like, just by us being a vessel for the Lord to use. To further people's relationship with Christ, mm. that's what I think the biggest legacy that I would want to see. Because for some people, this is not a dream assignment. Mm-hmm. And for some people, like they don't want to come to California, mm. and you know, people sometimes we come in with this like bad attitude, like this is not going to be a great assignment. There's a lot of those like cushions um, that help catch people when they're falling in the civilian world aren't necessarily for us here right. in the military. Um, but realizing. Like, um, if we are not leaning on Christ to be the one who sustains us, that's where we just as people are prone to go elsewhere. and it's really easy in the military to blame it on, well, it's military. If the military didn't move me, I wouldn't have lost all my friends. If the military didn't move me, my marriage would be so much better if my job wasn't so stressful because of the military my kids you know would have a better mom or dad and so it doesn't matter if you're in the military or if you're not in the military if you have a job if you don't have a job it doesn't matter who you are like we all as people need that maybe that's the legacy we want to help people see too is like walk alongside people and be that emotional help pointing one another back to Christ and working through that together I hope that regardless of what their work looked like in this that they could look back at their faith and say because of these X amount of years of my life I know the Lord or because mm-hmm. of these X amount of years of, of you know my time at vandenberg I had a deeper relationship with the Lord
2: we are Christ followers first like we are children of God first and that's kind of like the legacy we want to leave and instead of like oh yeah Brian and Kerr are gonna like they're gonna PCS like that's the military that's the life they chose like well we also are so blessed to have the ministry of this type of mission work that we can like embed ourselves for a couple of years, really grow together uh, with the family that's already here. And, and if anything, like take a little bit of family with us the next PCS season.
3: Well, thank you guys for sharing your stories.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
1: We appreciate everyone who's been at Element. And for military folks, like you are wanted and you are loved. Just try to get involved, even if you feel like it's not your thing. The Lord will empower you to do like whatever work he's calling you to do.
0: Well, I know we're, we're excited to see kind of what, what God does, uh, in and through you guys, what, what he does in, in merging, uh, both civvies and, and, uh, those working, uh, in, in, in on base, but also in the military. Um, I'm excited to see the quick connect group. Thanks for your heart in, in, in serving, uh, in wanting the best for, Uh, God's people and those to come to know him.
1: Thank you all for the opportunity.
0: They really are serving in a lot of areas. And if you are interested in helping them, whether it's you or your family or your GC, uh, reach those who are on base or those who are in the military, they're fascinating to talk to. They have a lot of insight in what it's like for them joining uh, a new church or even moving to a new area in general, and maybe how we can be a guide for those coming into the area and get connected quicker or faster um, and maybe pull some of those out of their shell so that they relationally connect with others outside and hopefully come to know Jesus. I love that heart in them. So thanks for listening to this bonus episode. Actually, tomorrow, our regular episode weekly episode will drop a day early as I will be camping with my family and Lopez for the rest of this week. Have a good week. Bye.